You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down in Sooner Country today, down at the HQ of House Smith Restaurants to talk about a new concept. Uh, Tanner and Ryan are with me. Uh, excited to dive in. I know you guys have, was it this is number 15 of concepts right now, I think, if I've done my research right. Um, but plenty, plenty of them out there, and, uh, and people listening obviously will know you know louise uh, and all the other competition neighborhood jam and, and all the places that you have great food uh, throughout but we're going to dive into to a new concept today um gents thanks for joining me thanks for having me down here i should say um before we dive into the stuff though i mean tell us a little bit about yourselves who are you what do you do and, and why do you work pages are well uh, thanks for having us mike uh, my name's tanner nickel i'm the operator for el huevo mexi diner um i've been with the company since 2010 uh worked all through college um, and finished college and just decided that this is kind of my passion and what I want to stick with and um, it's a great company to work for mm-hmm. and been able to work at several concepts and you know we got to put this one together and it's been a, a wild ride so far yeah what would you go to school for uh, I've got my degree in finance so okay yeah <laughs> so did you kind of work for HSR growing up um, yeah, so I was 20. Um, they were just opening up Upper Crust and Class and Curve, yeah. first store of that. So I was part of the opening group there. And I started out as a, a waiter and bar t- went up to bartending and um, then got on board bartending at Louis in 2011 and did both for a year mm-hmm. and then just transitioned to Louis. Um, took an assistant management position there in 2014, and then a general manager position in 2015. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Kind of growing up in the area, then going to going to university. Did you think you'd stay with HSL? Do you think I'm going to do finance and kind of see what's out there? I, I thought I would go to an office job, honestly, but that's just not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a people person. I like to get out there and and be involved. And yeah. uh, you know, there's no better way to do that than in a restaurant. So, no, so, every day is different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no no two days are the same. Right. You know? So it definitely keeps me on my toes. Yeah. Well, and that finance degree definitely helps you out too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It helps, uh, help, helps with the number side for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Uh, I'm Ryan Springer. Um, I've been with the company 21 years, um, born and raised in Norman. Uh, I got to go to Oklahoma State University, uh, got a, a degree in a hotel restaurant administration. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to do an internship with Houston's uh, down in Dallas. Uh, my junior year, came back, finished. Um, went to work for uh, Jay Alexander's out in Memphis. Um, worked out there for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Had a girlfriend at the time. Got to come back, marry my girlfriend, who's yeah. my wife now. We've been together for, uh, feels like 80 years. <laughs> uh, we've been together uh, yeah. 20 Apologies years. Apologies if she's um, listening. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, th- this company's, uh, I've been on just about every side of the company. Um, uh, 21 years uh, yeah. says a lot. Um, I- I've got a lot of respect for the way this thing's ran and mm-hmm. everybody that's uh, in it. Um, but I was one of the helpers in uh, kind of the evolution of the El Huevo uh, Mexi Diner. Um, we've 
we're, we're doing we're doing some great things. Yeah. Uh, it's at first it was kind of a kind of one of the things where you know you, you got to educate people, you know, because people have the the in their heads so the free salsa, free queso, free tortillas, and all that. Oh yeah. This is a uh, just a straight up different. It's a Mexi diner. It's a, it's a uh, breakfast, mm-hmm. uh, Mexi breakfast, um, and we've evolved. Uh, I mean. From where we started to where we're at now, uh, people have grasped it. Right. Um, we're, we get a lot of good feedback. We've got a we got a great team, uh, great crew, uh, great food. Right. Um, but like I said, it's uh, it's 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 a it's a gr- it's a fun, neat uh, concept. Mm-hmm. And if you're not uh, if you're looking for something out of the because a lot of people sometimes don't want to get out of their comfort zone and go go try something. Do, new or different, right. um, but I would definitely it be worth your while to either drive down to Norman, over to Norman, up to Norman, yeah. you know, wherever. But uh, hopefully, our goal is to keep this thing trucking along and uh, maybe look at uh, a number two on down the line. Yeah, no so, doubt. Like I said, as of right now, we're we're having fun. Yeah. So. 21 years still with the company obviously you loved your job and, and keep evolving and yeah you know, I mean I've, I've been a part of some winners and part of uh, part of some losers but yeah. you know what oh well some that they worked they I mean worked, how they high did you when you came from OSU so that must, must yeah, say something I, uh, <laughs> right you know hotel restaurant school we've got uh, uh, there's several um, operators uh, yeah. in the concept uh, that came from Oklahoma State mm-hmm. the hotel restaurant school uh, which is uh, a phenomenal uh, program but uh you can't hold anything on yeah. somebody from going to OSU. Well, and I, I know how. Definitely so gives, yeah, gives, yeah, gives to both. Yeah. <laughs> People listening to this podcast are they're driving or walking and now cussing at the at the radio. Uh, but obviously, you know, from a young age, then getting into the hotel and, and restaurant management that was clearly a theme and something you wanted to do. Yeah, I've been in the restaurant business uh, even you know back in the in the nineties. You know, as, as a dishwasher, a busboy. Um, doing all that and it just kind of it kind of gets in your blood a little mm-hmm. bit and you're like man all right and then you meet a guy named Hal Smith and you kind of see his success and you're like jeez yeah. maybe I kind of want to go that avenue that's right you know um, but I haven't looked back and uh, you know it Every day, every day, something new. That's what I like mm-hmm. about the restaurant business. Every day is a challenge. It's not nothing's. It's not the same thing every day. It's yeah. something new every single day. Yeah. So. Well, and you build relationships with your regulars, but also you, you know, you got people coming through town, driving up I thirty five on a road trip. They might stop in or whatever. I mean, it's, you know, like I said, every day is different, and and the stories and relationships you get to build with your customers. You know, even if you're working at the bar or if you're at a restaurant, or whatever, you see those people come in. You know, every Friday or every Saturday or, you know, breakfast in the week, whatever it is. But exactly. then, you know, it's, it, it's just you know, and obviously we're in Oklahoma. Everyone's really nice for the most part. You know, you got great customers, great people. Um, it's easy to build relationships with people. Well, and it, help, it helps too when you've got regulars, you know, Bob Stoops, you know, yeah. that's in, you know, a couple times a week, you know, Switzer comes in at least, you know, once a month. And when people start seeing that, they're like, man, that'll be, we need to be here. We this need to be here. To be right. that, you know? yeah. um, but we've got a, we've got a great uh, uh, guest base and, mm-hmm. and our regulars. And what's good about the regulars that we have is when they're coming in, they're bringing someone else yeah. or, somebody new comes in they're like hey you know yeah. our friends you know recommended this place and let me show off my yeah. town let me take you to my favorite place yeah, yeah exactly yeah, 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 yeah. we um we have two regulars Ralph and Cheryl mm-hmm. they come in six days a week yeah um 
And, you know, they came in yesterday, they celebrated their 57th wedding anniversary. And I see them more than I do my family, you know what I mean? So you really get a connection and build a great relationship with with our guests. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like Ryan said, the biggest compliment to me is whenever people bring their friends, bring their family, you know, that kind of is a pat on our back, like, hey, we're doing a good job, you know? And no matter, you know, how important social media and all that is nowadays, word of mouth is still the best, Uh you know, the best form of, marketing you know so yeah, yeah. uh well and consistently providing great food and then great experience absolutely right? yeah and it's um you know we really spent a lot of time on developing our team mm-hmm. and we have a great group of staff that want to be there and it's so much easier to take great care of our guests when your staff want to be there you know yeah. what i mean so um we're we're really lucky in that aspect yeah so so, so it's been around a couple of years now but obviously the concept starts a lot sooner than that Tell me about the process. Tell me about where the initial idea comes from, and and, and you know uh, the the place to put uh, a Mexi diner. Uh, well, the, the concept first started. Um, BK, um, we on on the Louis side, we wanted to have a concept to to grow from the Louis brand, mm-hmm. um, and we we approached Hal Smith about it and kind of talked to him and bounced a few ideas off of him and he said well you know he said i've always wanted to do a mexi diner i'm like well okay elaborate on a mexi diner and he goes yeah well, he goes i've got there's like three important things that he'd had um for this diner he said you know you can't really go anywhere now and get a nice fluffy golden omelet so i was like well okay and i said well, we can figure that out and he's like you know how to make a fluffy omelet i said yeah and if I don't, I'll get some help and, yeah. and, and make it. Uh, and then he said, and a really good coffee. He's like, there's only one or two places around here that has a really good coffee. I said, well, that's easy to do. Oh, whatever. Well, what's the third thing? I want a nice, fun, vibrant atmosphere. Okay. Yeah. We, we can do that. Is that it? And he goes, yeah, make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we... We just kind of started, you know, storyboarding, putting stuff down on paper, and uh, we went over to Cisco and kind of had a menu and started playing with food ideas, and everybody on the team, you know, Scott, BK, uh, Tanner, we all kind of evolved and threw out an idea, and if your idea didn't work, who cares? Move on. We'll go mm-hmm. to the next one, and then we just, it was just a, it was a, it was a tedious process. Yeah. Uh, but once we felt good we invited Hal over to say okay come over and try this this and this and this and we put it all together and he Mm -hmm. said okay give me a give me a menu so we put the menu together and yeah started the layout of the restaurant and design and kind of put that together and Mm -hmm. here here we are now yeah Tanner from kind of your point of view obviously you know you've kind of worked your way up and around and, and been a part of all of this brands how do you fit into this and then kind of like what was your process and involvement um they they had already gotten like the groundwork done for the for the concept but mm-hmm. I I was fortunate enough to get in pretty early and you know had a hand in making decisions on you know we spent four months trying to figure out what the heck to call this place you know what I mean yeah. so um it was a it was a great learning opportunity for me because Louise has been around for a long time. There was yeah. you know everything was the decisions were already made with that, so you uh, don't get a lot as as much flexibility. But with this, I mean, it it was everything. You know, yeah, yeah. what do we call the items? How much are we going to charge for them? You know, so um, 
it was it was a it was a lot of fun and i learned a, a ton during that time period and like ryan said the chefs over at cisco were huge you know role in helping us mm-hmm. you know get some of the ball rolling on some of this but um a beginning we were just breakfast we closed at 2 30 every day and then um feedback from guests is hey you know we we love this place but we can't get on the weekends you know you guys need to be open for dinner so we kind of looked at ourselves and you know like all right well we can do this so we added some more lunch dinner options mm-hmm. rather than just the the mexican fair uh br- the breakfast fair um I'm like all right so let's open for dinner so we started doing dinner service so we're open wednesday through saturday till mm-hmm. eight um and you know that gives the guests opportunity to come in during times that they're not normally able to right, so yeah uh, we actually just kicked off a new menu last month um, we're on going into week four this week on that and uh all of our appetizers, nachos, are half price during our fiesta hour. So from two to six, uh, Wednesday through Saturday, you can come in and get great food for half price. It's a it's a heck of a deal. Um, so we've seen a lot of good success with that so far in these yeah. know, three short weeks. Tell me about some of the names that didn't make it, and, and that process. I mean, naming anything is tough. Oh, but like gosh. naming a restaurant. I'm sure. It's been so long. I, yeah, we. For, for the non-Spanish speakers like myself, what does El Juego well, mean? Well, so a good, good point is um, we had this dish that we just recently added back. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet cream parfait. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, when we had it on the menu, it was called Bionico. And nobody can pronounce that. So we that, that was a great dish, but it just didn't see the performance like we wanted because we felt like guests were right. you know nervous about trying to pronounce that when they're yeah. ordering it. So change the name and, you know, it's, it's killing it's, it. It's doing great, you know. So it's a, yeah. you got to kind of, especially, you know, being in Norman, you got to be careful on, yeah. you know, making sure everyone feels comfortable wanting to order something. Uh-huh. But it, it, as far as like the name El Huevo, uh-huh. uh, we kind of kicked it back, uh, you know, all four of us, five of us, six of us, and said, if it's going to be breakfast, it, it, it's got eggs. Let's just call it the egg. Is that what El Huevo means? And yeah, yeah. El Huevo yeah. means me not egg. being a Spanish speaker. <laughs> and then no that being said yeah. with Mexi Diner, right. let's do El Huevo Mexi Diner. Got you. And then it came time for the logo. And I was like, well, let's just do the name and just do an egg. Crack an egg. And our, uh, our, uh, uh, Dave Zimmer was funny because he, he came in one of our meetings and he was looking at it and he goes, you know, he said, uh, you know that why don't you put a crack on that egg where it looks like the yolk's coming out? We're like, that's a genius idea. Yeah. I never thought about that. And so it's just, it's little things that one guy says here, one guy says here, and then you get, you know, mm-hmm. the a, a female's input, and well, why don't you guys add this and add yeah. that? So you kind of take a little piece of this and that and yeah. then say, okay. It takes a crack too, just, doesn't it? You, can, you know, yeah. and there's been, there was stuff that we put on the menu we thought, was gonna be a home run and it's not. Um, but I, I, you know, our, our our burgers that we added to the menu, I, I think, are, uh, are are fantastic. It's um, not everybody comes in and wants an egg or, or, or a burrito or, mm-hmm. or enchiladas. So so we'll so just put a couple burgers on and uh, the burgers great. The uh, chicken sandwich we added is phenomenal. We added a couple new uh, dishes um, under our favorites and our macho platos. Uh, the rice bowls, those are new, mm-hmm. and they're selling like 
hotcakes. Yeah, by people, far the most popular. People two items. love. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's perceived as healthy and sure. I mean, they're 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 simple. They're good. They're they're affordable. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's just been it's been a process of listening to what mm-hmm. the guests say, but also too listening to what your staff says because the staff they have both front of house and back yeah. house they yeah. all have great ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go back to kind of on the recap on the menu, uh, Tanner Tanner deserves a lot of credit uh, not only for for doing helping in the food and, and he's done a lot of he's had a lot of great new menu items we've put on but the back of the menu he's done a phenomenal job with some of our drinks mm-hmm. and I, people ask me I'm, I'm, I'm a beer drinker so some of these drinks I'm like eh, hold on let me go get Tanner or yeah. Eva um, because they both they've both put a lot of time into developing some of these drinks and mm-hmm. they're actually they're really really good yeah um but we have you know fresh squeezed uh, orange juice fresh squeezed uh, orange uh uh Strawberry uh, orange, orange juice. strawberry juice, grapefruit mm-hmm. juice, so it's they're very it's very refreshing, um, right? You know, so I, I look at you know not just we're all just the food, but I I kind of get excited about the back of the menu too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the drinks and yeah. and that's one thing too about the fiesta hour is bringing people in, enjoying Getting the margaritas and, and and that kind of stuff, yeah. So. Can I elaborate on that? Because it's not just as easy as, hey, we'll have a margarita and a, and a Bloody yeah. Mary and all that stuff. Like, ta- Yeah, I you mean, know. you you know, your your standard brunch cocktails, mimosa, Bloody Mary. Okay, mm-hmm. well, how do you how do you kick that up? How do you separate yourself from everybody else? Because everybody has a, yeah. a Bloody Mary. Everybody has a mimosa. So we, um, you know, we, we got a couple of unique options, you know, to choose from. Ryan came up with the strawberry orange juice, and it is amazing. So you throw it, add Prosecco to that, and you know that's that's all you had to do with that one. Yeah. But um, the uh, the cocktail part was a lot of fun. It's it's you know something that my management team and I've had fun coming up with, and you know designing some of these drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Ryan said, you know we we use the freshest ingredients. We make our Bloody Mary mix. We make you know squeeze all the juices fresh, and and guests appreciate that, and they mm-hmm. they notice you know so. Um, yeah, there's a lot more that goes into it, right? And and it's you're right. They appreciate it because it they probably initially don't expect to have that level of drink at this place, but when they do, they're like, oh, they know that that sets it apart from a competition or from an and even just going to a bar and getting this stuff, right? Because Absolutely. of how much passion and how much pride you take into that side of the menu, you know, people don't expect it to be. They just oh, I'll just take a bloody mary and like oh, actually that thing's pretty good. Absolutely, yeah. You know? One of our uh, one of our buddy Marys, it's a BLT buddy, and it comes with a slice of toast, mm-hmm. bacon, lettuce, tomato, and so you, it's a drink and an appetizer all in one, you know. Yeah. And so that's a, a head turner, you know. It's kind of like yeah. back in the old days when fajitas first came out, and everybody in the restaurant turned and looked. That's what when the right. BLT buddy walks Smoking by, plate comes they're by. like, "Wait a second, what is that? I need it." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So um, that's you know when we did the cocktails, we did the food. I always try to emphasize the importance of this has to be Instagrammable, you know, because mm-hmm. that's how so many yeah. people decide where they're going to go eat is like, oh, I saw this on Instagram. Let's go here, you know. Mm-hmm. So we want our plate presentation to be on point every single time. Yeah. Uh, and then the cocktails come out looking perfect. So yeah. um, you really have to keep that in mind when we're executing things. Yeah. You got you to gotta have the wow factor. I mean, people, when they go, oh, my gosh. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, they, right. they automatically in their head, they're like, phone eats fist, oh, right? Man, yeah, that's, that's right. That's, yeah. that's phone eats fist. That's beautiful. Yeah. So. To the social media point of things, that being a huge part of, of the world now and, and marketing and, and visually as well. Um, elaborate on that as well like what's the you know with the colors and everything i know you mentioned a vibrant restaurant right people are going to be taking photos and you know some of the restaurants that i've been in i haven't been in all of the hsr concepts but i do know like a lot of them you know they do now cater to that right you know like i mean you mentioned jam is obviously one of the concepts you go in there and it's bright and you want to take photos up against stuff that's on the wall like is there anything that you guys put in that as well like yeah we um, we had an artist come and she did everything by hand mm-hmm. in, the, in the store and so she you know has bright fun colors you know all throughout and some good photo opportunities right. as well you know of, of the murals um but we wanted to just really everything to pop in there mm-hmm. so when you go in there you know there's multiple murals that that guests take photos of and yeah. share those experiences on their social media pages mm-hmm. um, well when you come in for at, at breakfast time in the morning i mean you want a good good cup of coffee and you, yeah. you want to you're trying to wake up and then our view is, okay, you're gonna get in and have coffee and you're definitely gonna be awake. Now that you're awake, it's like, man, yeah, who drew that? Right. I mean, uh, Sharon, she, she, did a, she did a phenomenal job and uh, we, we show her pictures of those, uh, the Lotteria cards and all that and she mm-hmm. took an idea here and uh, everybody kind of gave their two cents on well, what if we did this here, and what if we did that there? And she said, "Okay, well, let me let me just trace this up here." And then mm-hmm. you come in the next day after she's been painting all night. You're like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, wow!" Yeah. Right. So it's uh, it, I, it's it, it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Talk, talking about the menu and, and the stuff, you know, it's evolved, and, and obviously, you know, new menu now. Anything on there that that. I mean, that's a little bit away from your standard, you know, someone might come in and, and they've never ordered, they've never eaten there before, and maybe they've listened to the podcast and they think, I want to go there. What are the stuff that kind of, they should really look for that's a little, you know, not the same as your average kind of on the or whatever it is? Like, what's, bit, yeah, yeah, what's a little bit um, out there that, that they may not even see, but but worth trying? Sure. Um, uh, as far as the the just OG items, the Dirty Bird, mm-hmm. it's um, made with our chorizo gravy. It's going to be a fried chicken breast, open-faced biscuit on a bed of potatoes uh, with the chorizo gravy and then two eggs. I mean, it's it's the flavor is right. crazy good, and you don't you don't see that anywhere. Um, something that we just recently added were the chilaquiles, which is a traditional Mexican breakfast dish, but a lot of people aren't familiar with that around right. here, and it's one of my favorites. Um, all of our sauce, rice, beans, everything, we make fresh in-house daily, so mm-hmm. all the flavors are there. You know, it's, it's just everything's hitting. And um, by far, our most popular item is the hangover burrito, which we're like, okay, well, we need a, you got to have a breakfast burrito, but, you know, but we, we did yeah. not think it was going to be near as <laughs> successful as it is. I mean, we, we're, we're back there just hammering them out, <laughs> rolling, rolling yeah. burritos all day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that by far is a, a guest favorite. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the, the chilaquiles is probably my, my favorite of, of the new things. And it's different, you know yeah. what I mean? So. As far as location, where are you guys located? And, and I assume, I mean, with the hangover burrito, you probably get some college crowd coming in there for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, well. yeah. Man, we get those little college girls that come in there and order a hangover burrito, and they'll eat that whole thing. How I'm did like, you put that away? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we're at um, 3522 24th Avenue here in Norman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's right off I-35. You can get here really easily. 
especially, you know, going down to the games, mm-hmm. come in, jump in here, and then, you know, you beat all the traffic being on this north side of town. Yeah. So you don't get gridlocked down there by campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely, uh, you know, love our game day crowds. And it's uh, it's just the atmosphere in Norman on Saturday is just different. And it's you know? coming back, yeah, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's coming back. So, um, you know. It's 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 great part of the season. You know, we're really going into our busy time, so yeah. we're excited and ready to get it going. Yeah. And then one thing too in the mornings that's uh, it, been a a fairly big hit are the uh, grab and go burritos. Mm-hmm. You know, in the morning, a lot of people a lot of people are coming in. You know, uh, going to work. You, you need to right. pick up some breakfast yeah. for for the coworkers or whatever. And mm-hmm. then we also do uh, the pharmaceutical. You know, reps have, have have called us and said, gotcha. "Hey, can you guys put together forty those grab and go burritos yeah, for yeah, me?" I said, yeah. "Yeah, we'll have it ready for you. You know, tomorrow morning when, when you get here." Mm-hmm. So uh, that that's been a big hit. Um, you don't see a lot of that being able to walk right into a restaurant. Right. Now, if you walk into the south side of the bar, um, it uh, uh, walk in, grab your burrito, and you're you're oh, on your yeah, way. You're, you're on right. work. Yeah. You want to grab a coffee? Grab that. Um, but one thing. One thing that uh, has been really, really popular, and we just rolled this out uh, oh, about a year ago, is the online ordering. Gotcha. That is, yeah. it's so convenient, and you can pull up curbside. Mm-hmm. We've got three spots out front that are marked off. Pull up, we see your car out there, we run it to you, yeah. go on about your business. Right. Um, that has really, that's been a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, it's, it's, it's convenient. Go right. online. You already pay for it. You already leave your tip. Do whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you know. Yeah, especially. I mean, like I said, over the last year and a half, or now two years, or you know, whatever it is, it's you know, the the ordering, the way people are ordering now has completely changed, and right. and, and evolving for that, making it seamless and streamlined and as easy as possible. Right. You know, if it's only just like you said, just come in, we'll see your car, bring it out to you, right. and off you go. Regardless if it's just one meal or if it's forty burritos, go into an office meeting. You know, that's that's. I mean, it makes it so much easier, doesn't right. it? For I mean, for you guys as well as the customer, which is, which is really cool. Like you know, pre-COVID, our to-go sales were less than ten percent. Yeah. Now, around thirty-five. You mm-hmm. know, so it's just we've seen a huge shift, and being able to get online, there's photos of all the items, so they can visually see what it is before they're ordering it. Gotcha. And you know, they can choose to, like Ryan said, do the curbside or delivery is also available for guests who aren't able to get out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. It's been really crazy to see that shift, you mm-hmm. know, the industry as as a whole. Yeah, and and you mentioned you know plans for the future. Hopefully, a second location maybe coming a bit further north. Or yeah, I mean, we're hoping. We you know you always got to make sure before yeah. you start thinking about that second one, you better make sure that first one's uh, all the way yeah. buttoned up. So, um, but but I think from where we're at, you, you look back from where we started, where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, we've got we have an excellent crew, uh, both front of house and back of house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't say any. I, I've got so yeah. many great things to say about them. They're like your second family. Mm-hmm. Um, we take care of them. They take care of us. Yeah. So. So I mean, it seems like after, after listening to you guys talk about it, the best time to come then is from two to six. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Try everything at half cheap, price. Cheap food and a great deal on booze too. So yeah. it's uh yeah Wednesday through Saturday during the Fiesta hour two to six. Um, we sell a lot of nachos during that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it's doubt. a great deal. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's 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 great quality drinks, great quality food, mm-hmm. and, and great quality atmosphere. Yeah, you know. So for people listening that are now drooling as they're driving to work and probably think I need a breakfast burrito or whatever, um, 
where can they find you? What's the website, social media stuff? How can, how can they uh, online order or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously El Huevo Mexi Diner um, is our Instagram handle. Um, follow, give us a follow on there. Um, then our website, elwebomexidiner.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you can find access to all of our menus, online ordering, all that kind of stuff. Um, but we'd love to have everybody come out and see what it's all about. Yeah, awesome. Um, Jen, so I really appreciate it. Really appreciate you sharing some stories and, and making me hungry and <laughs> probably everyone else listening. But uh, for everyone listening, I'll put the links to the social media and the website down in the description below. You can click on that and stop by on your way to game day because... Uh, if you're going to be tailgating, you need some you need some pickup before you get down there, absolutely, and, and some food to uh, to settle the stomach before you maybe try not to make some bad decisions. But depends if we win or lose. Whoever, um, and obviously when the SEC comes to the town, you need to be ready. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.